0: There's an interesting space at the moment, especially in Europe, where in the early years of IVF, most clients would go to their doctors, the doctors would do a few tests and then refer them to the local IVF clinic. Now in Ireland, that would be Cork, Dublin and Galway. And it's the same for the UK and across Europe. And for 80% of people, this technique would work. You go to your doctor, you get some tests, you get referred, and that's the best approach. What about the other 20% of people? What should they do? The thing is that not all IVF clinics are equal. It's just like your solicitor. Some solicitors are amazing, and, well, others are not. Accountants, again, some brilliant, and some not so brilliant. And this goes the exact same way for your reproductive medicine. I know of many a midwife that would not go to a specific OBGYN to have their baby because, well, when everything is going well, they're fine. But if things are not going well, these are not the people you want in the room with you. You absolutely want the most amazing OBGYN. So in my humble opinion, the days of just going to the clinic next door are over. They may be good, but they may not be good for you. Every clinic approaches fertility very differently. For some it's about testing, testing, testing first and then follow on with a personalised protocol for that person. Others take a more protocol, protocol, learn and protocol approach. There are other approaches of course, I think it's about 18 to 20. I won't go into them right here now. But IVF is not just one IVF. Protocol needs to be for you. I suppose the way to look at this is if you pop into a petrol station and all they're selling is petrol and you're driving a diesel car, then you can't use it. Likewise you pop into a station that just does diesel and you're driving a petrol car, it's gonna cost you a lot of money to get that petrol tank cleaned. It's all about finding the clinic that can get you to that space where you can have a baby. The one question I ask all my patients is, is the clinic on your side? Are they in the front row of the audience cheering you on to have a baby? So look around first at the clinics in your city and choose for the right reasons. Not because they're a few kilometers away or because your GP has referred their patients to that clinic for the last five years. Ask why. Why this clinic? Just because it's easy to get to doesn't mean it's easy to get pregnant with them. Find the best team. Be with the best team and trust the best team for you. If they're not in your city, Then look to other cities, follow the same criteria. Who is the best for you? Who is cheering on for you? Who is in the front row to help you to have a baby? A more recent trend is to travel abroad. And at first, this might seem kind of like a crazy idea. And for 80% of people, it definitely is. For 15%, it's a 50-50. But for 5%, it's an absolute must-do decision. So, when might you be in the 20% of maybes and must-dos if you've had multiple failed IVF cycles with no reason? If you've experienced recurrent miscarriage and it's unexplained? Maybe it's a financial reason. Maybe you have immune issues, and maybe you don't have any answers. And there are a few others for me. These are the main ones. So, you're going to hear me repeat this over and over again like a broken record. There is no such thing as unexplained. Just poor diagnosis. And some of the best clinics are not in Ireland. They're not even in the UK. And depending on what issue that you have, there are clinics that specialize in very niche areas of infertility, and they have amazing skills in these areas. In my own clinic currently, I have clients going to Athens, to the Serum IVF clinic. I'm a huge fan of their work. I have clients in Prague, mainly for financial reasons. And yes, it's cheaper, but not because it's cheap. They have amazing results there. So the best advice I can give you is here. If you love to travel, if you love getting on planes, then go. So, the mind part of this podcast. I'd like to talk to you about work-life balance, where I'm seeing so much stress and anxiety in my clinic. And there's a very simple question to ask yourself. Is there ever a time you feel a little bit overwhelmed, a little bit stressed? I want you to imagine for a moment if your stress or if your anxiety could talk to you, what do you think it would say to you? So just pause for a moment, take a breath. And listen to that wonderful, amazing insight of your inner voice. What is the stress and anxiety saying to you right now? What is your stress and anxiety asking you to do? For me, when I ignore my body, it lets me know. Honestly, it screams at me. Shouting at me and asking me, why are you not listening to me? Why are you not listening to me? Why are you not taking care of yourself right now? Why are you giving yourself such a hard time over this? Why, why, why? Our bodies will tell us when it's not happy. We start to experience fatigue, insomnia. We tolerate people less. Our immune system becomes compromised. And then suddenly we're forced to stop. We get sick, or maybe we experience pain. It's so important to clarify your wants and needs, especially on the fertility journey. Without this, you're truly spinning in circles like a Tasmanian devil, and you know what that looks like. So pause, breathe, and allow yourself the space to just take care of you. I look forward to speaking to you again soon, and if you like the show, do subscribe to our podcast. It really does mean a lot to us.